Thursday, Bihar, Shir 87. So, we're moving along trying to discuss the brain. I was actually talking to someone this morning, and he said that he has a friend that is in medical school. And he said that he was talking to his friend about different parts of the body, and what scientists do know, what scientists don't know. It's actually interesting, he said that the scientists claim or understand that they know the most about the heart. It's the most known organ to man. And probably the reason I would assume is because it's a pretty more simple organ. It's just a pump, basically. So I would imagine that's probably the reason. But he said the brain is beyond understanding. They have absolutely no clue about the brain. He says every time a a person needs brain surgery, he says there's no way for them to know what's going to happen. They do whatever they have to do, and when they come out, they ask the guy to let them know what happened. There's no, they have no way of knowing what is going to happen in the brain. And it's just an amazing thing that even, the, he said that the, the, the greatest scientists that teach over there, the first thing they admit is that the brain is something that's totally off limits. They can't figure it out. So, the understanding behind it, we explained, is because it's a davaruchni. But it gives you a little bit of a glimpse that a person should realize how much the, the main place where the Banishlam demonstrates his chachma, in one of the main places in the world, is in the human brain. And the person's job is to utilize the brain properly. We're going to see very interesting things. We'll see this, the difference between a human brain and an animal brain. It's very interesting. But the brain is really just an empty keli that they're never going to figure out because the main power of the brain is inside and there's no logical reason why when they cut here this happens, when they cut there something else happens they have no way of explaining it when you view the world through a ruchnius it's a whole different world it's a whole different explanation uh, throw in Abshim and Yechai so Abshim and Yechai's view of the world was a view of the premius of the world he understood the world from a ruchnius sense and therefore, the, our, our grasp of Shemini is very minimal. That's why we very uh, very uh, different than other G'daylam that we have. We sing about him. It's not such a common thing. We have plenty of Anashim G'daylam throughout. We don't sing about Moshe Rabbeinu. Actually, on Simchas Tayyar we do. But not as much as the Shemini Yichai. Because apparently the Madrega being able to see things in their Ruchniyah sense is such a tremendous lesson for us to emulate to be able to see that the world goes a lot deeper than what you see on the surface. That's Abshim and Yechai personified. And um, that's the message that we're supposed to get on the day of Lagba Imer. If a little bit of a glimpse of the greatness of Abshim and Yechai, being able to see things that's, that things do not, are not as they seem. And therefore Abshim and Yechai had a much bigger and broader view of the world. A person opens up his eyes a little bit, that's why I'm saying Lag Baimer is a, is a Remez Gal. Remez to reveal. A person has a little bit of a different look on the world. Instead of looking at the world through the glasses of the uh, pundits and the uh, analysts, look at the world a little bit differently. That's the message that would be, that could be one message of Reb Shimon Yechai's uh, contribution to Klai Yisrael, and therefore that, it, that could be the message that a person should walk away from on the Umtav of Lag Baimer.